0: Yeah! It's Josh Williams here and welcome to the one-man podcast episode number 72 for Wednesday, September 26 2018 How you guys doing? Welcome onesies. Thanks for tuning in and by tuning in I mean specifically downloading or hitting play on this episode Um, i'm gonna be talking this week about the big-ass blackout that we had here in ottawa I finished a video game that that happens. Uh, I mean like a real one Not just one of those little downloadable ones. It takes like eight hours a big ass one, (laughs) big ass blackout, big ass video game, a little bit more about my LA prep and uh, maybe some stories here and there. I'm going to try to make this a shorter one guys. I uh, I'm recording this on Monday. I need to get a few things ready for my trip to Toronto. So, uh, I guess I, I I want to be short, right? I want every episode to be short because, uh, you know, it feels like homework sometimes. And I got to be honest with you, this is one of the weeks where it feels a bit like homework. I love uh, the fact that you guys are tuning in and I appreciate that. But having said that, um, I will say I did a few things last week before I tell you guys about the blackout stuff. I think that's the most substantial story that I'll be telling this time. I think, uh, I'm going to start by saying I'm, I'm on, I'm in the market for a new vehicle, nothing wrong with my car, love my car, but, uh, there's a few little, uh, promotions going on with, uh, with Honda due to the fact that they had a, a factory where they make them in Mexico flooded. So now if you're looking at a 2019 fit or HRV, uh, you get a little, a uh, little discount you know, and I went to go see a buddy of mine out in the Barhaven Honda, my buddy Narong. And um, yeah, so uh, I went to take a look at that. Um, interestingly enough, it's a cool, it's a cool vehicle. It's basically a Honda Fit in a small little SUV, you know, body. And uh, it's got all sorts of great safety features, a little bit more power. Like I said, I have no issues with my car whatsoever. I I love it. I just happen to have gotten it six, to have got it six months <laughs> Uh, before they completely redesigned it with like sunroof and leather seats and heated seats and backup cameras and all that fun stuff so um you know i've had my car for four or five years now and uh it's not to say that that's too long to have a car or it's time for a change but i will say this guys the amount of time i spend in my vehicle um it's kind of like buying a good mattress you know if you're spending that much time in it you might want to get one that's going to make you more comfortable and have more of the features that you're looking for. So, um, I'm by no means looking for anything crazy luxurious, but there's a lot of safety features on the, uh, on the HRV that, uh, that my vehicle does not have. And that, uh, even some of the, the newer Honda fits don't have. So, um, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I went out and I test drove, I test drove the 2018 because the 2019s are not available yet and, uh, and it doesn't, you know, the features in this one are, are still, you know, lacking the 2019 has them. The 2018 is not, is not super exciting or anything like that, but HRV 2019, I, uh, I submitted for it, uh, and I'm going to wait and hear back. So, so we'll see what happens with that. I hope I'm not jinxing myself. Um, it is more expensive than the vehicle that I have now. And, uh, because of the nature of my business, I don't have a whole lot of worth on paper. So let's see if, uh, if your boy gets approved for that that's basically where I'm at for my vehicle. So I had a fun time driving that, uh, met a great sales dude named Chris. My buddy Narong is the finance guy out there. Uh, and I met a really cool sales guy named Chris who just shot the shit. We went for the test drive. Really good dude. I, uh, I really like the team out there. I gotta say, um, having said that I, uh, I did bump into my buddy, Peter, who actually bought his car there too. Peter, whom I talk about, uh, you know, a reasonable amount of the time as well. Good buddy of mine, a paramedic, Still trying to twist his arm to come and uh, do an interview with me on the podcast because I, I, I get to ask him questions, you know, off the record, you know, just stupid little things, dumb Joshisms. But how interesting would it be to hear what a paramedic does and some of the shit that they, some of the calls they get and some of the interactions that they have, right? So I'm trying to qu- twist his arm to come and do a podcast with me, but it uh, was bumped into him. We went and had lunch, um, and I think I did a show. I did the show at Absolute on Wednesday. I popped in. I did a spot. And uh, to be honest with you, I don't remember how it went. <laughs> I've been, but I've been doing more and more spots lately, which feels great. Uh, you know, dicking around with the new material. And uh, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think we went out after the show and just uh, went for drinks or whatever late night after the show. I could be, could be wrong. Maybe I'm not. Is does that, that last week? Well, there you go. There's, there's something to be said about, And I almost never went out and did spots before worked on new shit. So the fact that I can't remember which night I went out and which night I didn't, it says here, according to my notes that I played Spider-Man afterwards. So must not have been that night, but I went and I did a spot and, uh, and I played me some Spider-Man, God damn it. I'm loving that game. PS4, uh, Spider-Man it's basically like grand theft auto only you're like, I, like I think I said in the last episode, but I've been playing a lot about that this week. That's the game that I finished. So in terms of a, a brand new title, I never play games when they're brand new, uh, just cause I got so many old ones to, to get caught up on. And at the same time to have played it to such an extent this week has been, you know, getting stuff ready, but at the same time I've been, f- you know, working and fucking around. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, just a quick thing. I'm not going to dwell on video games or anything like that, but uh, definitely enjoying the Spider-Man game. Uh, I finished it today, Monday. So I finished the story. I got a little bit of mop up trophies, just a little collectibles thing for anyone who cares about video games. You know what I mean? Anyone doesn't, I won't go into it, but, uh, we'll be picking up a platinum trophy before the day is out. I am certain. And, uh, you know, having said that, so that's, that's been my fill in the gaps time. Uh, this week, I've actually started watching another show that I used to watch when I was a, a kid and I fucking love it. I'll tell you guys about that a little bit later on, but, uh I did, uh, this week I had acquired three tastings for the the company that I work out of Toronto and, uh, no, no better way to, uh, to get into that. than uh, Friday evening, I, or sorry, Friday during the day, I picked up my, uh, my stuff for the tasting which was like uh, this one here was for wine finally i'm doing some wines i usually do like booze and coolers and stuff but this one was for wine it's actually for the lcbo themselves they're the client and um it was uh it was like cheese and crackers was what we're gonna do for the food pairing so i they wanted really high-end cheese so i went to costco i got some two-year-old balderson cheddar delicious. And I bought, uh, for all three tastings. So I was doing one Friday, Saturday and Sunday, or sorry, not Sunday. I apologize. Friday. And then two on Saturday. So I bought a bunch of cheese for that bunch of crackers for all that. And, uh, and then Friday night I went to my, uh, my tasting, my sampling. And uh, when we got there, I set up, um, you know, and all this, like all this cheese chopped up for, for the sampling. And maybe now an hour in, we start getting these tornado warnings on all of our devices. It's that mean, I mean, or mean, everyone's phone's going off. And of course at different times. So it's just constantly annoying, um, tornado warning and me, my big mouth. I say, you know what? I've lived in Ottawa my entire life. We've had so many tornado warnings. Um, and I've never seen one, never seen a fucking tornado. I'm not holding my breath on this. Yeah. Big. Yeah. Sure. There's going to be a tornado. So continue the sampling. Everything's going great. And I think I was working three till seven that day, around six o'clock. You know, the rain's real bad outside, but who hasn't seen a thunderstorm before? And then all of a sudden uh, the lights start flickering and then go out. So the LCBO is like, all right, customers, everyone, uh, you know, put your, put your baskets down or your carts, whatever you've got, just put them down and we've got to escort you out of the store. Our systems are out. We can't sell anything. And of course, I'm, I'm staff. I'm doing a sample. So don't kick me out. And, uh, I've got an hour left of my sampling and they're just like, all right, staff. So we're going to stick around here. There's nothing we can do in the dark, but if the power comes back on, we're good to go. And the same is true of me. I, I messaged my people in Toronto and they were like, oh, that sucks. We'll just ha- stick around and see what happens. So power didn't come back on. Wind was going pretty bad or whatever, but by the time seven o'clock rolled around and it was time to call it, um, the weather had cleared up, but the power was out like everywhere. And, um, you know, I know I got listeners all over the, you know, all over the world here. We are international. Um, there's no point in me trying to describe Ottawa, but I'm, I was, what's usually a 15 to 20 minute drive from home. You know, when the weather's. You know, it was rush hour. So still, still tail end of rush hour, right? So it's, you know, seven o'clock and the area that I'm in on a Friday evening, it could still be particularly busy because people are shopping. It's a big shopping area in between, you know, downtown and the residential areas. So people will usually stop on their way homes to get shit and whatnot on a Friday night. Um, but all the traffic lights are out and with like any intelligent person would know, um, when the traffic lights are out, all intersections are a four-way stop and they're treated as such. Well, Getting home was a fucking gong show because everybody, uh, well, a lot of people were doing it the right way. And then there was the, f- there, there was the, the stupid and the douchey. Okay. And then there's the stupid people who kind of don't really know what's going on. They're the ones who get to an intersection and we're talking the big intersection, right? Regular residential four-way stops. Nice and easy, right? There's only like four lanes. They don't have special turn lanes and things like that. It's just, it's whomever is at that line's turn, Right. Well, when you're doing big, you know, big streets like Merrillville, where I was, um, you got like three lanes and then you have turn lanes and things like that off to the side. So it was, you're supposed to let the, the, the straight through traffic go first and then the turn lanes. Well, what People were doing was, you know, the straight through traffic would go and then the traffic on the other side perpendicular would try to go right away without letting the people in the turn lanes turn, right? You can't have the turn lanes turn at the same time. They're, they smash right into the, the people going straight, right? So a little bit of fucking knowledge and tactus, And then you have the douchebags, All right, So the, the stupid people are the ones who don't know it's their turn to go left. And they just sort of panic and don't move. And then they, and then they constantly get screwed over by the people who are going, you know, perpendicular. It's, it, I guess it's more of a visual thing, but all, all you need to know is that you go straight through, then the turners go then the opposite side of the street goes straight and then their turn lanes go. Well, it was like the straight straight would go and then almost immediately if the the left turn people weren't going, oh, let's find out what this is. I'm going to put I'm going to answer a phone. Getting a call from Aaron Power. Hey Aaron, you're live on the One Man Podcast, buddy. What's up? Yeah. Um do you want to feature October 29th? Um sure. I'm I'm freshly back from Los Angeles then. Okay. So okay. you can do it. Yeah man I don't I well I don't know there's nothing on my calendar it's a monday right Uh yeah Okay Monday okay. 29th feature You want to say hi to the listeners? No I think uh, I think my yeah stood for, on its own Did you? All right you guys are going to have to google Aaron Power he hasn't done anything significant in comedy for you to know him just by <laughs> name <laughs> All right buddy I'll chat with you later Yeah uh, on the 29th yeah All right I have fun with the podcast Hey, you have fun with the fucking podcast. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to everybody. Yeah. All right, bye. that's uh that's uh stand-up comedy, guys. That's how quickly you can get booked. now my Monday night is spoken for on the 29th of October. So I'll be sure to put that in my calendar afterwards. Hey, that's stand-up comedy business. I've had to explain to people before, like I gotta have my phone on. I've even like at like, well, not necessarily movies and shit, but just that's that's how it works. If you don't answer the phone, you, the next person on the list gets that call. Hmm. How unprofessional of me, but it may have saved you guys a horribly long story about how traffic works. Regardless, I'll move on to the douches. The douches are the ones that when, when one, you know, set of traffic goes straight, they try to be a second car and squeeze their way in like they're running in a yellow. The problem with that is then other people start to do it too. Now, now once a couple douches have done it now, all of a sudden two or three cars are trying to go every time. And then that's happening on the other side, perpendicular and this and that. And then all of a sudden traffic's bogged up and people are almost hitting each other in the intersection to stop and honk at each other, just slowing things down more and more. If everyone was doing it immaculately, imagine how long a big street, you know, full of normal regular traffic slowed down to this fucking stop and go bullshit would take. And now you got to slow down even more for all the confusion because there's the fucking douchebags trying to squeeze, you know, themselves in and to not being impatient So there was a lot of that. There was a lot of big intersections between me and home. And at this point, the sun was starting to go down too. So it was getting dark and with no, with no lights at all. This wasn't just like, oh, the lights are out. This was like everything blackout, right? So the, the, the lampposts, everything. So it was getting dark and, I don't know if you guys have ever driven through a neighborhood with absolutely no lights. I'm not talking about a quiet neighborhood because there's still fucking street lights. If you've ever driven through a neighborhood with no fucking lights, you can't see pedestrians. You can't see them on the road. All you can see is the lights from other vehicles. Like if you've ever driven down the highway and an animal comes out of fucking nowhere, you didn't see it on the road. It wasn't, you know, casting a silhouette. There was, it was dark. Um, That's what fucking pedestrians are. Those lampposts are super fucking important. Um, these people there was and there was people crossing the streets all over the fucking place. The amount of people were slamming on brakes and stuff, not hitting people who were too fucking stupid to cross in intersections or something. Oh man, I'm telling you. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. This was Friday, an hour after, you know, 40 minutes after the power went out. No, no, I apologize. It went out at six. I didn't leave till seven. So yeah, hour, hour and a half after the power went out. And I get home and my, I've never seen my neighborhood. So, so dark, my, my street, so dark, like just, just no lights anywhere. So I get home, I pull into the driveway. The house is pitch black. The neighborhood's pitch black. And I guess I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, not really in any particular hurry to go inside. There's no fucking lights or anything. So start started digging around on my phone. I think I played a, a game or two, just relaxing in the car. And then, uh, then I went inside, grabbed a trouble light out of my, uh, my toolkit or whatever. And I think I was in the house maybe three, four minutes before Jason and Simon come in. And they're like, ah, oh, come on. You know, what are you, what are you doing? how they go? How do you have power? And I, I had my trouble light point at the ceiling. So it was like illuminated in my whole room. But when they walk in the door, they just see light coming out of it. Jason for saying, how the fuck do you have fucking power? I'm like, it's trouble light. Relax. So he's like, all right, well, we're going to fucking play poker at the club. Right. Cause absolute comedy closed. Right. You know, no power. There's no fucking, there's no fucking show. So we, um, we went to the club. And all the staff was there and we were there sort of doing the same thing that I guess everybody at that point in that evening was doing was waiting to see if the power was going to come back on. Right. When the, when a blackout first hits, you assume it's it's short and it's, it's not going to last very long. So we went to absolute comedy. Uh, we, with the staff and some of the comics, whatever, we, we played some card games, had some drinks, um, you know, unless uh, <laughs> I was going to say, unless none of that's legal, of course, um, it's all in the up and up. Um, we, uh, we had a great time. We had a blackout party at absolute, um, had a great time. So as soon as that was over, um, we were all hungry. Well, I should say we were all me, Simon and Jay were hungry. And so I, I fucked off to where the city had power, which was the East end. And I drove all the way to the East end and I got stuck in this super long drive through, which I, which I thought, you know, initially it was McDonald's. I went to McDonald's. I'm like the only thing that I was, you know, confident would be open at midnight, it's the same as anything else. Like, what's open at midnight, right? If you're looking for drive-through, so I went to McDonald's and uh, got stuck in a long drive-through, and I was like, "Yeah, of course. This is the this is one of the closest McDonald's to where the fucking border is." I swear to God, the city turned into, um, you know, like Haiti and the Dominican Republic. The east side of the city had power; it was lush, the Dominican Republic, and then we got fucking the west side of Ottawa that was Haiti. And funny enough, it was like Bank Street. So again, I don't expect anyone from not from Ottawa to know, but that's pretty much the city, like right down, street right down the center of the city. And it goes, and it stretches one end of the city to the other. So it's so funny that it was just like straight down the middle, half the city lost power, the other half did not. And some people were already starting to get power back like late in the evening, like late, late at night too, like 2.30 in the morning, my friends got power. So I, I get to this McDonald's, big long lineup. Of course, it's a big long lineup. People have no, no power. They're hungry. So- Get in the drive through line. There's all the cars by the building. And I don't know if you're like me. If there's a drive through McDonald's, fuck it. You go through the drive through right? Pick it up, get the fuck out of there. Well, after this, you know, 10 minutes in this long lineup and nothing has moved, you know, I just go, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go into the restaurant, right? There's, there's like 15 cars parked right next to the building. All right. I'm just going to go inside. So I go over at park. I walk in the door and one guy's walking past me and, you know, and I just look at the staff member. I'm like, uh, are you guys? Still open, like everything. The doors are open. Everything. She's like, "No, we're closed. We we're closed like 20 minutes ago. We we're just trying to get people out of here." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I'm like, "I just got out of the the long ass lineup. I got to get back into it now." They're like, "Yeah, sorry. There's nothing we can do." I go, "Of course there is. You can punch in the fucking order in your computer." Anyways. an angry fat guy to McDonald's. I'm like, I was quickly becoming a stereotype. So I'm like, nah, whatever. I go back in the car. I get back in the lineup from scratch again. I was probably in that lineup for like 45 minutes. I didn't get to the fucking window and bitch and complain. I went up there and I just said, Hey, I know you guys are dealing with the, uh, the hunger of the apocalypse. Thank you so much thanks for my food. Here's my order, whatever. And then when I get to the front, I'm like, just like, thanks for doing a great job guys and, and working hard through all this. We, I'm sure we appreciate it. I'm sure there's a lot of people bitching and complaining, but thanks for doing what you're doing. It's not your fault, whatever. I was a good person. I turned my anger into a nice humanity, huh? Oh, I'm such a diplomat, <laughs> a late night, drunk, hungry, fat McDonald's. Fuck diplomat. So I get home food for myself, Jay Simon. We eat the fucking food. We go to bed. No, nothing really exciting that evening, but then you wake up on Saturday morning to find that there's, there's pictures all over the fucking web and Facebook and that of people whose homes were destroyed, roofs torn off, like cars flipped. I got lots of friends, colleagues who, who had houses destroyed, had vehicles destroyed, telephone poles and electrical power lines ripped out of the ground, smashed trucks, turned over. Like it was, it, there were in fact tornadoes that touched down, um, you can Google it if you're interested at all. There's pictures all over the fucking place. You can see some of the, the damage that was done. I've got pictures. Now, who the fuck is this? United States 343. Josh speaking. You're on the one-man podcast. Hello? Hi. How are you? This is Hanselis speaking. You right to Toronto tomorrow morning? That's correct. Yes. And uh, is there a seat? Yes? I, I have uh, one seat left at the moment. Okay. Oh, that's... Uh... 10 o'clock? At 10.30. 10.30 uh, to uh, York Mall, yes? To Yorkdale Mall in Toronto, that's correct. So we'll be leaving Thank around you. 10.30. Yeah. And uh, the price is? The price is $25. Yeah. And I have a the luggage. Is it possible for you? Yeah. How, do you have just one piece of luggage? So, the uh, luggage? A big, big baggage. For example, in a um, um, medium baggage. Okay, but medium do you, do you have just one piece? Yes, office. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you can bring your luggage. Okay. Okay, so, so we're gonna meet. We're gonna meet at the outside entrance I'll, of Walmart at Bayshore tomorrow I'll bring at around. To, uh, you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. Well, let let me know. But it we're we're leaving from uh, the outdoor exit. To Walmart at Bayshore tomorrow at ten thirty. Tomorrow, ten thirty. That's correct. Yes. Okay, so uh, so yeah, call me back or send me a text message, let me know. I'm just recording a podcast okay. right now. Of course. Okay, Thank thanks, you. man. Bye. How about this for a podcast? Yeah, I'm just including you. I'm just not I'm just gonna take every call. Still trying to book this fucking ride thing. May as well talk about that. Let's put the, let's put that fucking thing down into the talking talking notes here. So I'm still trying to do that. <laughs> I have no idea if that's fucking pathetic or not to just put that shit in, but, ah, so what's going on here with me? We, we had the, the tornado touchdown, demolished shit, fucked all sorts of stuff up. And, um, for me waking up on Saturday, sorry about all the clicking of the pen here. I'm just making notes of plenty. Um, for me, it was like, I spoke to my people on Friday night, And I said, okay, well, what do I do about this tastings tomorrow at, uh, you know, at the LCBO if the power's still out. Right. So what I did was, um, there, they, I said, I'm just going to go back and maybe it's the same story. I'll go there. If the power's out, I'll just wait until the power's on and we'll do whatever samplings are left. And they said, absolutely no problem. So Saturday morning, um, You know, after looking at all the, the damage and all the shit people are going on on Facebook, uh, talking to Jay. So absolute comedy had to cancel their two shows on Friday night, talking to Jay, still no power, right? A lot of places, a lot of the city still no power Saturday morning. And I don't mean like, oh, like 60% of it came back on, but a lot of people, no, I mean like, I mean the vast majority, 80, 90% of the places that lost power still did not have power. So there was a rush of people going out to buy generators. Uh, Jason was like, I, we got two shows tonight. We just, we canceled two shows last night. We got two shows tonight. We got to find a way to stop the food from spoiling. I had made some suggestions of maybe some of the places that we've partnered with, maybe hosting the show. And that did end up happening actually. As a matter of fact, the, uh, thank you to the Bella Vista, uh, restaurant and, uh, on bank street, one of the lucky ones, not affected, uh, for hosting absolute comedies, uh, customers and, and hosting our shows for us on Saturday night. That was so fucking awesome of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, um, it, my, my thing on Saturday was to, to go there and see what's open. So, um, I, I jumped in the car, brought all my stuff, uh, went to the LCBO and of course the whole way up Marivelle, the same story as the night before stop and go traffic. All the lights are off nightmare. So I get there, the parking lot's empty. Knock on the window. Of course, the staff, every business, as far as I know, staff showed up in case power came back on, right? Because it's Saturday, it's a big shopping day. You know, you, you can't just assume the power's gonna be off all day. Yeah, it's not on in the morning. You don't just go home and go, okay, it's a fucking write-off. So I knock on the window. This time they were like, yeah, we can't, we're we we can not let you come in and just wait for the power to come on. And I was like, okay, well, my my people want me here. And they're like, yeah, you know, unfortunately, it's not. Okay, really cool. Take my number. Power comes on. Give me a call. All right call my people. They go, you know what? Fuck. It. <laughs> They're like, just, just, yeah, sorry. We'll just, we'll just call it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll reimburse you for all the expenses shit like that. So sorry, burp right near your guys here and I apologize. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know, we go ahead and and just call it and you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do the ones next week. Sorry to hear him. I was like, yeah, don't worry. So made it back. Oh fuck more calls. All right. Another call. Josh speaking, here on the one-man podcast. Hello again. Hi, my friend. Hello. Hi. Uh, uh, tomorrow at 10.30. Yep. Uh, when uh, should I come? Bayshore Mall, yes? Yeah, so Bayshore Mall at the Walmart entrance on the third floor. Okay. Okay, but like the entrance outside where the parking lot is. Okay. Okie doke. Uh, so. Perfect. What's your name, my friend? Sorry? What's your name? Hamzalu. Hamzalu? H A N. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. My name's Josh. I will see you tomorrow at ten thirty. Okay. Okie doke. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Right. Fuck sakes. I can tell communication is going to be great. What do you you guys think the odds are that that person is going to be? Well, at this point, you can just... When you're listening, you'll be hearing this on Wednesday. This is for Tuesday, so this will have already happened. You're more than welcome to just go, so how the fuck did it work out? Uh, But at this point of me recording it, I have no idea. So did Hamzalu actually... (laughs) <laughs> there's a be big cliffhanger for you guys feel free to check it out in the one-man put give me a give me a fucking uh, text message or, or message me and be like did he did he fucking show up email contact the one-man podcast.com and say hey how did the ride share thing go so as it stands right now I have three tentative people I got one on the Kanger ride and then I got two on Kijiji. I'll tell you a little bit about that later on um but whatever. Long story short, I went, I went home. I helped Jay find a, a Jason went out to find a, a generator. I found him a spot that had one, came back to the house and, uh, still like still no power, you know? Um, I think Kamara and I drove to the LCBO downtown, the liquor store downtown. Um, and, uh, cause they, like I said, the other, as soon as you crossed one, one street, the other side of the city is fucking Aces. It's back to normal. Everything's fine. Never had an issue to begin with. You know they don't know. They don't know how bad we got it over in Ottawa, Haiti. You know, they have no idea. Jesus Christ! This guy's calling me back again. <laughs> Josh speaking. Hi, Josh. Uh, tomorrow uh, by wa- by Walmart interest. That's you correct. Mean downstairs or
1: upstairs? Upstairs.
0: So Walmart's on the third floor of Bayshore, and there's an outdoor entrance for, for Walmart that leads out to the parking lot. That's just the easiest place okay. to pick everyone up. So right in front of the parking lot, the, like actually the entrance of the Walmart up? Uh... Right, because Walmart has two entrances, right? They have one inside the mall, and they have one outside. So that's the outside entrance. Because if you're standing inside, inside the mall, I'll never find you. Okay, so outside the mall up there. Am I right on the roof? That's correct. And what kind of a car you have? I have a black Honda Fit. Black Honda what? Fit F I T. It's a black hatchback. Okay. Yeah 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 no problem. Okay, see you tomorrow man. Thank you very much. And what time are you what time are you gonna be there? I'll be there between ten thirty and ten forty five a.m. I have one pickup downtown, like right at the Queensway entrance on Bronson, and then I'm ten minutes to Bayshore. So sometime between okay, ten thirty and 10 Instead of Bayshore, I'll meet you downtown. What's that? Sorry. Is it possible that instead of coming to Beijing, I'll meet you downtown? Um, if you want, the downtown one is uh, Bronson and Catherine, where the subway is. Bronson, okay, at the, the, at, the, at the subway? Yeah, the subway at Bronson and Catherine, right where the okay, Queensway right. at what time? At, that one's at 10.30. Okay, I'll meet you there at ten thirty. Okay, that's fine. And I've got—we still have to pick yeah. someone up at Bayshore. There's, there is still one person being picked up at Bayshore, but if that's if, not a problem because I have to bring my cousins, and my house is close to close to the downtown. Works for so me. So I don't have to come all the way down to Bayshore. So I'll meet you at Subway at ten thirty. Works for me. Okay, brother. Thanks, Thank buddy. You very much. Take care. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Sorry. And I, you know what? I'm not editing that out. You guys have to hear it. That's, that's, uh, it's not really not that bad to be honest with you in terms of what you have to deal with. But so there we go. So it looks like my fucking, I'll tell you, that was a, a concern of mine at one point. All right, whatever. Um, I'm going to sidestep the fucking blackout story. We got power up. I'll, I'll just put it this way. We got power back late afternoon. Kamara and I actually were playing a game, um, fuck, sorry about all the clicking. It's because of all the goddamn note-taking I'm doing. Um, we were playing a game called Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Uh listener, Chris, wrote in a very long time ago. It was one of the first three games, board games he ever recommended before I was even playing board games. As a matter of fact, I bought it. It was one of the first three games I ever bought and I have just been sitting on it and never really had anyone go, hey, let's play it. Except when I first bought it and we first talked about it, you know, all-time listener. I have some all-time listeners. I think Chris is an all-time listener. Vanessa's an all-time listener. Tiff's an all-time listener. Kamar's an all-time listener. Um, and, uh, yeah, Kamar, when he first heard it, he was like, Hey man, that, that Sherlock Holmes game that your, your friend was talking about that you bought, that sounds pretty cool. And, and we just never got to play it. So with the power out, I was like, Hey, what better time to, to fucking, you know, pull out a board game, right? When there's no fucking power, we went, we got booze. <laughs> <laughs> that was priority number one, you know, we were like, oh, the fridge doesn't work, but you know, we can get drunk. So let's go get booze. And, um, yeah, we played Sherlock Holmes Consultant Detective, defective way harder game than I expected. Um, but the worst part, and I think that both Kamara and I recognized it was that, you know, we're playing the game and it's really like, you're following these leads and you're not getting a lot of information. The way Chris described it is like, it's an escape room, you know, the closest thing to the escape room before they started making these escape room games, Um, but I gotta say it was really difficult and it's not like solving little puzzles. It's like solving a murder, you know, getting a lead and, and trying to recognize someone because it's not like when you go to them, like, you know, there's all sorts of things like you find cigarette butts and someone opens a case with initials on it. And it's like, you can, you can choose to go to where the cigarettes are made. You can choose to follow, you know, someone was saying, oh, I was golfing with so-and-so yesterday and you go, okay, well, let's go talk to so-and-so, but it's not like if you go talk to so-and-so, they're going to go, ah, you got me, ah, you got me, I'm, uh, you, uh, turn me in, you motherfucker, I, don't, I, I did it, I did it. We went to the places of the people who were guilty, and they lied to us, and we had no choice but to just believe what they said. We had to use our own wits um, as to who we trusted, who we didn't, but it was a tough thing. I think Kamar and I were on the right trail because we definitely went to the right places, although we both, <laughs> we both, uh, you know, um, I, I would say, missed a big part of detective work, which is neither, we, neither one of us thought to go to the crime scene. We went to, you know, uh, the, the particular crime, the guy was cheating on his wife or whatever. So we decided to go see the wife first. And she was, you know, she was very, uh, strong, but bummed out that, you know, he was having an affair and, and she was nothing to us. So then we decided to go talk to the guys who like, you know, Uh, inherited his company after he died. And then we started to talk to the guys that they said they were hanging out with. And not once did we go to um, the crime scene, (laughs) but the problem was we weren't, we weren't done. We were still just in Following leads and stuff, but the problem was as we were doing it, the fucking power came back on and we were like, uh, ah, ah, you know, like, like, oh, let's go. <laughs> the Kamar was, we, we, we threw in the, the towel on that particular case and, and looked at the answers and everything like that. And then we were like, oh, Sherlock Holmes went, we went to like seven, seven or eight different places before we just decided to give up. And, uh, and apparently Sherlock Holmes only went to four of them. So the whole idea of the game is that you're trying to solve the case in as, in in as few or fewer leads than Sherlock did. So long story short is, uh, we did not, and we missed going to the crime scene. And, uh, I would say I'm definitely going to need to be sober and well-rested and not distracted by the fact that the power has been off for, you know, 24 hours and just comes right back on, right in the middle of it. Because we were basically in the dark ages, the Sherlock Holmes times with no, you know, electricity and things like that, or whatever the fuck he was. I don't think he had electricity, did they? They have electricity back in the old uh, Sherlock Holmes times? Maybe just the, uh, maybe just the beginnings of it, the beta, electricity beta. But having like said that, um, it was a, it was a really fun game, but power came back on. And, um, and I can't remember what the fuck I did with Saturday Night, to be honest with you. Um, we went to, uh, did I do anything else? Oh, I, I went to go take, so as soon as the power came back on, I went to take back all the extra shit that I had got for the tastings, all the extra bricks of cheese. I didn't need five fucking bricks of cheese laying around the house and like six boxes of goddamn crackers. So I took them back to Costco, assuming that our power came back on. So that the West, uh, you know, the, the, all the stuff close to us was back on, uh, how wrong I was. I, uh. Went to Costco and Costco was open. I called them to see if they're open. They go, yeah, we've been open this whole time. We've been running on generators. Huh? God bless that fucking place. The whole Marivelle was down, but not Costco. They were like, yep, no, we're, uh, we're up and running. We're fucking bomb diggity and, uh, selling generators and all that. So people were driving all the way out to like Rockland and Brockville far all right again for people not close to Ottawa, people were driving out far for generators nobody knew that fucking costco was open uh selling generators at a, for, of course a better price than uh, where you were getting them elsewhere so uh, blown away to find out mcdonald's was open uh in the bronson area so we took our shit back and then again hadn't hadn't gotten any food all day because of the fact that you know everything was blacked out not working couldn't cook anything so hi i uh Found out that, uh, I was like, you know what? The, the McDonald's in my area has probably got power now. It's only a few blocks away. So again, Marivelle, when I drove up to Costco in the same place, I was doing the tasting all the power still out. So it was like my third time driving up and down that fucking street with the maniacs, you know, doing shitty jobs of driving, but, uh, took the shit back, got my money back, uh, went to Bronson McDonald's and found out that they were open the whole time. They never went and lost power because they had generators. So that drive-through fiasco that I went through was completely unnecessary because the one three minutes from my house, not across the city was open for business the entire time. So that was a pain in the ass, but shit happens again, came back. I had, I had a really bad sinus headache that day. I don't know why I hadn't been drinking a lot, but uh real bad sinus headache. So I came back, had my McDonald's. I passed out at like seven o'clock and that was it. <laughs> that was it for my Saturday. So basically tried to do samplings Did a bunch of errands in the, you know, in wake of the blackout. And then, you know, found that a bunch of shit was actually open that I could have made use of and then came home and passed out. That was me. Uh, Sunday, more errands again, the side of the city that didn't have a blackout, uh, was still not a power. So again, Marivelle is a big shopping area where I normally, when I talk about taking my mom grocery shopping, that's usually where we go. That was the area I was when the blackout happened. I was up and down that street several times. The power never came back. And, um, the, the power was still not back on Sunday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that whole area was no power. Um, we did some errands, the East side, again, the uh, Dominican Republic side of the city where power was good. Life is grand. The education system is good. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, I just shopped around a bunch of places there, Bed Bath Beyond, Old Navy, just regular shit. And, uh, and then I did Costco in the dark. We did Costco in the dark on uh, Sunday, came home, did some meal prep, and then I fucking uh, spider-manned it up that was it. My, my week was really kind of uneventful, shy of the blackout and doing regular errands and stuff like that. I don't really have a whole lot to write home, but I did message some, some clubs in, um, Los Angeles. So I, um, I, I sent them messages, you know, to say, Hey, here's some, some links to videos and I'd love to do your club. Just a guest spot or two would be great. Um, so we'll see if I get any responses on that. Um, i oh, actually, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll tell you this one thing. Okay. You've heard the, the phone calls about kangaroo. I'm just trying to address a couple of things. So we can move the fuck on 36 minutes in. We would nice and early to get this podcast over with, right? Nice short one for you. You guys decide whether or not this was the slightest bit interesting for you. But, um, and then you can not tell me as usual, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So Kanga ride. I I told you guys about it before last month when I went to Toronto. Well, I did it again for this trip to, to JFL 42. I'm doing two days spots at the absolute comedy club in Toronto. Um, by the time you guys hear this, there will be shows, you know, Wednesday night. So if you're in the Toronto area and you want to come make, you know, give them a call and, uh, and, and reserve the show. I'll be featuring on Wednesday. I'm hosting on Tuesday. So tomorrow for me, yesterday for you guys, when you're hearing this and, um, I decided, you know, it wasn't really worth my while to go down just to do these spots, but, uh, with Kanga ride, right. The, the ride sharing service, I'm like, oh, I can get paid to drive down there. So it won't cost me any money. You know, I'll stay at the condo. I I got some options. Well, I posted the rides up on Kanga ride and I had a good result from them last time. Well, this time nothing for like the month that I had there, nobody reserving rides, nobody reserving rides. So I, uh, I was like, this is, this is is gonna suck. I woke up this morning. I'm like, fuck, I gotta throw this on Kijiji. So that's why I'm getting phone calls right now as I was put the write-up on Kijiji. And then of course, that's when the first person booked the Ottawa one. As a matter of fact, I should probably pop it open and see, uh, see if there's still just one person on the kangaroo because i got the one person on kangaroo ride today and two people called so now my car is full and i need to to see if that's still i, I don't even want to cancel these kangaroo ride people if i close the ride and then either of these people that that have called me today bail then i'm screwed so uh so anyways long story short is i threw it on uh on kijiji and now it's full so that last minute fucking panic of whether or not i was going to fill my car up and whether or not i was going to you know have to pay to, to do these spots. I get, I get paid for them, but you know, the driving and the wear and tear on the car sometimes is a little much. All right. So that's why I'm getting phone calls and I'm sorry you guys had to listen to them and maybe you just turned right the fuck out <laughs> when I did, but that's uh, that's been the, this last couple of weeks trying to fill the fucking car and, uh, and make all this work. I'm going to have a busy week, man. I'm going to have a busy week, but I'll tell you about that later on. And the LA clubs that I, that I messaged, um, I, 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 delayed messaging them, delayed messaging them. Cause I'm like, I want it to, to look good. I want it to go, you know, go well. I want to word a proper email. The amount, the amount of emails Jason gets to do a club here in Ottawa, right? It's not Toronto. It's not Montreal and it's not the U S it's Canada. So he gets so many emails for people to want to do spots and want to come to the club and things like that. And I'm like, I can only imagine how much more that the, the Toronto clubs are getting you know, all the big clubs in Toronto and they're getting messages and stuff. And then you go, well, what about fucking New York? What about Los Angeles? Like, and these are iconic clubs from all over the world know about these, you know? So I'm like, I, I want this email to go right. So I messaged the one spot, great email, just, just nice, short, sweet, but to the point and, and just well-worded so that, you know, not nothing wasted, like a joke, right? You got to make sure all the words are important that everything does, nothing's in there as fluff. You want their attention. You want to get them. Boom. So I sent a great email, I copied it and I pasted it to the next one. And I made sure that I changed the name of the booker. I made sure that I changed the name of the comics who, who were my references, you know, everything good. Just read it. Make sure nothing's stupid in there. You want to make sure that it's nothing in there that makes it look like a copy and paste the email. I hate getting those. So little tweaks on every one of them. Cool. Send it. And the very last one I sent to responded to me almost immediately and was like, hey, yeah, uh, send us a, a link of a video when we'll we'll see about booking you for some spots. Uh, we have no affiliation with the improv. And I'm like, what? And then, I, and then I looked through my email like three times going, where the fuck does it say improv? And that one part was just like, love to do some spots at the improv. I'm like, those three words, at the improv. I'm like, of course. And I go back and I look and all the clubs that I messaged had at the improv. So I had to go back and message and say, I apologize. Someone was talking to me while I was emailing you and telling me about their time. They went to Los Angeles and went to the improv and it must've just gone through my ears and my fingertips. So sorry, I'm an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and I've heard back from none of them, but they're also busy. And you know, who knows? Maybe like, maybe that's all it is. If you're stu- too stupid to fucking, I, I really don't guys. I read it like four times, didn't see it. And then of course it's just there. That's just sometimes how the universe works. I delayed so long sending these emails Because of the fact that they want to make a mistake like that. And of course, just to their face, completely message that they're a different club, you know, reference their competitors regardless. uh, So that, that, that fucking happened. And, uh, we'll, we'll see, I'm still gonna have a great time in Los Angeles, still have lots of the fun things coming up. And, uh, again, I'm going to bother them. I'm still going to message them back and go, Hey, just following up, seeing if this is a possibility, blah, 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 So having said that guys, that was my week. Really. It was just looking at a new vehicle. A couple of things here and there deal with the blackout, you know, blackout, uh, that was the thing I, um, I. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Star Trek The Next Generation. All right, I noticed that's on Netflix now. That was one of my favorite shows growing up. I'm not gonna go into it because I know it's sci-fi. Some people find, it's not Star Wars. Star Wars is like space action. Sci-fi is really space science and theology and, and whatnot. So, great show. If you've never watched Star Trek The Next Generation, it is the best Star Trek. Out there. Some people are are they really like the original with Captain Kirk, which was really just a space western. Kirk was John Wayne, and he would go to a new planet and he would fuck the queen and punch the king and like or fight the king. That's what he would do. And if you know anything about Star Trek, the the you know the writing behind it ever since. They even had it in the original one. The prime directive is um that's that's the the Starfleet's big sort of thing. The prime directive is to not influence or affect other cultures. They go and they observe, they go and they, they explore, but they don't get involved because that's not fair to change the course of a, of a society or a, you know, a culture's path is, is go and you observe. So the prime directive is a big thing, but of course, Kirk in the original would show up again, fuck the queen, knock the king out. And this is not like once or twice. He would just punch people all the fucking time. He was an asshole. He was an asshole. So I like star Trek, the next generation, because they actually took a more appropriate approach to it and they, you know, upheld the the standards of the storyline and things like that. And it was very interesting. Like, I really like how they took, um, modern day things, you know, and superimposed. It was also in the late eighties too. Like, it's not like this was an early 2000, late eighties, the show came out. And, um, the, the, the idea was that they would take regular things. What was cool. It was a cool platform because you could take different alien planets and alien species, and you could pit them against each other, not necessarily pit them against each other, but you could put a modern day issue like racism on it. And because at the beginning of the episode, nobody, no viewers knew what race was what, like they knew what they looked like, but generally speaking, they didn't know if it was a good race or a bad race. You didn't have your, your own biases and things on it. So it was really cool for them to introduce ideas and concepts about acceptance and stuff like that. When you haven't had a, a, you know, uh a stigma or bias placed on you, right? Like you can't talk about black people and Asian people and, and Arab people and white people and all that stuff now because you you know if you try to make a point about how these people or that people, if you've got preconceived notions and biases and prejudices, then you, you already know how you feel about some people. But but the fact that Star Trek you can introduce a new race and try to take the same arguments and ideals and things like that and try to display them to you. Same thing with like theologies, religions and stuff like that. Again, you take religions that you already know and like, or dislike. Well, you could just take them in, 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 these are different religions, different beliefs. And you look at, at old societies that are barbaric and go, well, you know, we were the same way too. You know, we, we had to learn and we had to grow and we had to evolve. So, you know, anyways, long story short, Star Trek, the next generation, amazing show. Still one of my favorites, one of the best shows ever made. Um, I think every Star Trek series since has tried to be as good as it and has not really succeeded. They, some of them were good, but, but nowhere near. So if you just, if you're looking for something on Netflix, three, four episodes in, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about, uh, about just the idea of what's going on. A great show, great fucking show. It only got better with time. Um, so Yeah. All right. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek. I make typos when I contact comedy clubs. There you go. Big Star Trek fucking nerd. Can't do his own things. And having said that, guys, I'm going to get right into the sponsors this week. PortablePress.com. Uncle John's Bathroom Raiders. And uh, I picked a great article because sometimes little typos like that really fuck you up. And this is an article called Flubbed Headlines from uh, Uncle John's Unsinkable Bathroom Reader. Flubbed Headlines. Unintentionally naughty or just plain bizarre, but they're all real. So first one. Joint Chief's head will be replaced. Number two, caskets found at workers de- uh, demolish mausoleum. What? Oh, caskets found as workers demolish mausoleum. Yeah, no shit. Uh, U.S. France, ag- U.S. and France agree to Mideast truce. Jesus Christ. Some of the fucking, I guess I mean, you know what? Maybe it's me. Maybe I just can't read U.S. France agree to Mideast truce. I've just never heard of Mideast, Middle East truce, uh, butt swiped toilet paper from court. Man battles to prove he's not dead. <laughs> Hearings to be held on Statue of Liberty's crown. College drinking games lead to higher blood alcohol levels. Yeah, no shit. I don't think that's a flood ha- flubbed headline. It's just a stupid one. Helping hurt children is reward enough. <laughs> oh, I'll help beat him. Man stabbed with fish. Do, Doe, D O E, to do Nipah's. EIS on BNFL's AMWTP at I N E E L after SRA protest. I have no idea what that is, but I would just, I don't even care. You'd have to Google like six things in that. It's that's definitely a visual one, but even still, you're just looking at acronyms to the acronym acronym on acronym at acronym after acronym protest man sought for lewd act. Yeah, that one's funny. Breast augmentation available at mound view. <laughs> nice name. Sadness is number one reason men and women cry. Yeah, there you go. Breaking news. Yankees take a walk to Thai store. Two states may see delegates halved. Governor legislators disagree about when they might agree. Okay. Meathead resigns. Uh, Schools, yeah, Meathead resigns. Schools can expect more students than thought. Uh, Clinton apologizes to syphilis victims. Point 10 inches, yeah, so a tenth inches of rain pummels country. Man shot in groin area on Love Lane. Volunteer search for old civil war planes. Prisoners serving 2,000 year sentence could face more time. Meeting an open meeting is closed. Meeting on open meeting is closed. Yeah, that was all. Maybe that was. A, I saw those flubbed headlines. I've read some of them before in other books. I'm like, oh, these are great. I picked this one without reading it. My apologies. But uh yeah, the running feet at the bottom of this one is the nip the nape of your neck is also called the niddick. And that as usual, my friends at portablepress.com, Uncle John's bathroom later. Keeping them short this week, guys. As always, my partner's at Absolute Comedy as well. I'll be at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa, Thursday, September 27th to Sunday, September 30th. That's this coming week, guys. If you're listening to this episode and you're in the Ottawa area, come see me. I'd love to to make you laugh. Unlike this podcast. The sun gives life to the orchard. The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersbee. Summersbee is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you if you drink Summersbee. (laughs) With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, Elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah, your taste bud's deserted. Please drink resplendently. Oh, and who am I forgetting? My partner's at DK. No, I'm not forgetting them. I just, uh, I just haven't gotten any books from them this month. So, um, I do know that one of my, uh, one of my, one of my, well, one of them. my contact at uh, DK is coming to see the show on Wednesday night. So again, the night you guys listen to this, if you are in the Toronto area, I should have mentioned that before I did, but I should have mentioned it with the absolute comedy ad. If you are there, I will be, uh, featuring the just for last 42 show at absolute comedy. So, uh, come check me out. This is your last chance. You'll be hearing this sometime Wednesday. Hopefully you're not hearing this like, you know, at five o'clock, you're like, oh shit, I got to change my plans. Uh, but, but I would be honored. I would be honored if you would change your plans last minute to come and see me. That would make a, that would make me happy. But most important. I'm at Ottawa the, this week, Thursday through Sunday at absolute comedy in Ottawa. Um, but yeah, I will see my, uh, my, my contact at DK sit and have a drink with him. Hopefully, uh, I can find out, you know, I, he was on vacation and he had like a million things to get to. I think they might've just forgot to send me the fucking books, but that's totally cool. I love them. They love me. And I will have a bunch of new books to uh, review for you guys next month. So, um, you know, hopefully, or, or I'm going to, he's going to come see the show. We're going to sit face to face and go, you know what? I don't like you. I don't like you. And, uh, I wanted to break up with you face to face. I go, okay, that's, uh, that's, that's very honorable <laughs> regardless. Uh, so the coming up this week, guys, for me, Tuesday, which will be yesterday for you. I'm, uh, I'm making this trip to Toronto. We're going to see how many of these phone calls, you know, actually end up with people on the other end who show up. Uh, secondly, I got the show uh, JFL 42. I'm hosting my buddy. Jeff McKay is hosting in Toronto all week. I will say that if you're in the Toronto area and you miss me, go see Jeff. Jeff's great. He's hosting the JFL 42 shows and they're the best of absolute comedy all week at absolute comedy in Toronto. So check that out. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to be in, uh, in Toronto, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm in Ottawa. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night at Absolute Comedy, and uh, I'm even doing some samplings during the day uh, during the weekend. So I'm uh, I'm a busy little bee. It's all comedy. Make sure you check out the uh, you know social media stuff, YouTube, Inst- YouTube. Yeah, there's on there. I haven't updated the episodes there in a long time. I'll be honest. There's no metrics or anything like that. And they, because of the monkey junk song in the beginning, even though I have a written license to use it, um, YouTube will not monetize anything for me there. So, uh, fuck you, YouTube. <laughs> that's, that's my big social media pitch. Hey, you should follow us on that. Yeah. It fucked him. <laughs> um, but, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. One man podcast, feel free to follow us. I'll try to post some stories. Um, I'm going to try to go out to, to see some of the other JFL 42 shows while I'm in Toronto, um, you know, afterwards, or just go to some of the comedy hangout spots and see, uh, see who I bump into. There's a lot of huge names in, uh, in Toronto for the JFL 42 festival. So looking forward to that. And, uh, as always, I'll try to post some shit. Just on the regular social media so you guys can see what's up. I might uh, you know, try to get a few of the pictures of the uh, the blackout and the damage that the, the tornadoes did. See if I can share some of that with you guys. Let me know if you're interested. How do you let how do we let you know, Josh? Contact at onemanpodcast.com. Send me anything that you want, anything that you like. I don't care what it is. I say this every time. Uh, it's been a while since we've had emails guys, no emails this week, uh, too. So, um, if you're listening on Facebook or something like that, if this is your first time, God, sorry. Um, but, uh, if you happen to be listening on, um, you know, on one of the uh, social media platforms, you can subscribe to this podcast on, uh, you know, through Apple or Android of some kind, if you need help with it, message me, I'd be more than happy to, uh, you know, tell you how to do that, but that way you can listen to the episodes. You don't have to chase them down or find them only when they're in your feed or everyone. You can go to con, uh, sorry, one man podcast.com. All the episodes are available there. You can stream them right off the website. Um, so lots of different ways to do it. And if you happen to be on one of the Android or Apple platforms, please give me a five-star review and leave some, uh, leave a, a review in writing. It just helps the podcast out. All right. Um, thanks for being there guys. I will have a new episode for you next week, telling you all about how the Toronto shows and the uh, Ottawa shows went. Um, cool. So thanks so much for listening to the podcast, guys. I, as always, I appreciate you being there. Look, we came in under an hour, so maybe some feedback. Let me know. Do you want them shorter or do you want the, do you want me to just ramble on about everything? I'll find out and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.